0: Hello Virgo friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Virgo September 2023 astrology horoscope forecast. I'm calling the theme of this month for Virgos, Diamonds and Destiny, and we'll get into why. This is for you if Virgo is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Virgo placement you're listening for. What I'm going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're very late to Virgo friends, so birthdays around September 15th through the rest of the sign or Virgo degrees around 23 degrees through the rest of the sign. I suggest you additionally listen to my Libra report as you very late degree friends will benefit from both readings. So this is the month that we look at the charts. I've been alternating, except um, here and there for a brief appearance back on camera. But I've been alternating, showing the charts and showing a slideshow. So if you're listening to the podcast version and you want to see the visuals, come on over to YouTube, Annie Botticelli. And if you don't like the visuals and you want to listen to the podcast, you can just search for Annie Botticelli Astro Kisses. All right, so I'm going to just go in order here and I'll point out what I'm talking about with my theme, plus other things that we need to know. Some highlights this month, and I will go over dates as we go on. we got Venus going direct, Jupiter going retrograde, Mercury going direct. And we've got eclipse. I'm saying rumblings, but it's actually like full on eclipse season as of the end of August and really all of September for those October eclipses. And that's part of where that energy of destiny comes from. And in some case, the diamonds as well. All right, so let's just go in order here. First big thing to know, of course, is that it's birthday time for you all. Happy birthday. So whether your birthday was at the end of August or if it's here in September, I wish you a wonderful birthday. And also make sure to make your birthday wishes. When the sun moves through your first house, it lights up what it is that you want. It's very much you-centric. And Virgos are not necessarily always them-centric. So this is a wonderful time of year where the sun is highlighting the sector for you. What is it you want? What is it you want to do? What is it You want to show the world how do you want to be seen you've got the warmth and vibrance and elucidation of the Sun because sometimes you've got a goal but you don't know what is standing between you and the goal or sometimes you don't know exactly what to do but this is very goal oriented this is very uh, focused on creating things that you really want and the universe is never more receptive to your wishes than on your birthday If you have a Virgo placement other than your sun, then you still get goodies and lots of um, energy for enhanced intention setting when the sun crosses over your Virgo placement. Okay, so all Virgo placements are getting nice receptivity to um, creating positive change. Okay, so we've got Mercury here bringing lots of information. Like I talked about before, you may have an elucidation or if you're, you know, looking for something about your health or you're trying to figure out just what you're supposed to be doing. Mercury rules this information and it can come in. It also is very busy energy, so it might make you busy doing your exercises, figuring out a new routine for your health, and just really focused on um, accentuating your physical body. Pallas Athena here in the space, all in Virgo, is giving you not only permission to be bold, but also the impetus to be bold. So you might surprise some people With this energy, Pallas Athena can often be the voice for people who are voiceless so you could be doing work there or you could come to some conclusions about things that you really need and you can say them. So this is a a really good time where you've got a lot of support to figure out what you want, communicate it clearly and then receive it. In general, when it's the Virgo time of year and when we have a stellium in Virgo, stellium is three or more placements, as we do now, this is a really good time to get back to business. For many people, this is back to school. And for the parents of the kids, it's back to the, that routine. Um, but other people you know, who are not in that situation will find that after the summer or winter for you all down under of kind of being excessive, being you know having the, those vibrant Leo energies, which we kind of still have, and I'll get to that, um, you'll be ready to wind things in and just kind of get serious, get practical, get focused, get disciplined, um, all things that Virgo's know well. So this is just a really good time to be productive and get things done. The next set of energies that we have that's flavoring this month is Libra. So transiting Libra, um, transiting South Node Libra, that's a longer term story. That'll be here for multiple years. We'll talk about that when we talk about the eclipse. Ceres. um, Ceres is the goddess of the harvest. Look at this thing here. It looks like a little question mark, right? But it's actually a sickle. If any of you are familiar with farming, or if you've seen horror movies that involve people with farm tools (laughs) you've seen this this thing large metal thing it's a sickle it it harvests crops so this energy of harvesting is mixed with combined with this energy of partnership from the Libra energies and combined with your financial sector so these three placements in the short and long term are accentuating your finances and your capacity to earn more money And buy things that you really want. Um, If you're into sustainability projects, Aries is very associated with that, as is Taurus, which is, you know, so this placement in the house um, are really, really just giving you more awareness of your imprint uh, for, for many people or for more of a focus on just straight material things like money and things and bling and all of that. And this is one of the areas that I'm talking about with our diamonds, okay, because This is a very strong emphasis on a financial house. Um, Diamonds, of course, representing opulence or something luxurious, you know, and that can be relative to your particular situation. But Mars being here, first of all, is really making you want to partner up. Wherever Mars is, there's like this obsessive energy and Mars moving through Libra for this time is really making it kind of an obsessive focus, whether you need to, or whether you want to, or whether it's come to you and it's unavoidable, that you're really just kind of like hot on that. Wherever Mars is, you're hot on that, you know, and you're just kind of going like a border collie. I always say it's the border collie of the Zodiac. So you're hot on the partnerships. You're hot on getting your finances situated. You might be hot on trying to get some things you've wanted for a while. And since we've got Venus going direct on the fourth and or the third, actually, And then we've got um, Mercury going direct on the 15th. As the month progresses, it will be more clear to make those big purchases. Um, And with Venus retrograde, you might still get some of those smoking deals that I I tend to see um, in Venus retrograde. So you, you may find something that you've wanted for a while at a really good price. It's a bargain hunter's delight. Now, the destiny part and more diamonds come from the fact that we've got this October 14th. Okay. In a second, I'm going to explain why I'm talking about October and the September because I know you're going to have the question. We've got this 21 degree Libra, new moon, solar eclipse. This is the second eclipse cycle in the polarity of Aries Libra that started this spring or fall for you all down under with that black moon um, eclipse in April. And You know, that was a very powerful uh, waking up into these new storylines of me versus we. We already were having a my stuff versus our stuff storyline from the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle. And we will mention that as well, because that eclipse cycle is coming to a close after two years. But we'll stay focused on the Libra one here. So me versus we. This polarity is really involved. And look at the chart of the Virgo right now. Look at all this Aries energy. And for those of you who are listening and not watching... Well, this moon passes quickly, so we're not really going to count that. Chiron, Eris. Well, Eris will be there for like ever, so. When transiting North Node. So, you know, there's strong representation in the energetics of Aries and Libra in the sky for all signs right now. And for Virgo, this is in the other my stuff, our stuff houses of the second and eighth house. So, you guys are getting double, triple duty for these storylines, things being shuffled around, like. You becoming less independent but sharing resources and merging them, or you becoming more independent or self sufficient within a relationship, or you know just just various ways of swapping around the me versus we storyline. And you know that's destiny. That's karmic. These um, eclipses bring karmic storylines, belief systems that we had in this life. If you believe in previous life, or if you believe we pull things from our genetic codes and things our ancestors experienced, however you want to look at that it's the energy of karma. And karma really comes from a belief system. If we believe something about something like this people, this, you know, this should be like this, and these people shouldn't do that, or that person shouldn't do this, whatever these strong belief systems are, karma has a way of showing us the other end of what that person might be experiencing. And Sometimes just with the awareness of wow, okay, that person must have felt this way and I was judging them for this sometimes you know we can evaporate karma just with with the understanding of where we were awry and sometimes we have to have challenging experiences or joyous experiences. but either way, eclipse time, which is now because even though this is starting October 14th and then the second eclipse is October 28th eclipse season starts four to six weeks before. The actual eclipses occur. That's when the season happens. So, that's the end of August. All of September is hot eclipse season. Transformation, trajectory shifts where you're going in one direction, then whoop, all of a sudden, guess what? All that's never mind. We're going to do this now. And so, that's why we have to talk about these eclipses not only in October, which we will do more. But also in September because they are a dominating force of the energetics that are happening now. And then since we have you know we're coupled with Ceres and, um, and Mars, you know it's it's really just beefing up this storyline of your stuff, shared stuff, you know, me, we, us, all of that. Okay, so the next thing that I want to point out is that Pluto has. Ducked back into CAP a little bit. So those of you who have very late degree Virgo placements, so we're talking September 20th, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, like very late degree Virgo friends, you all have Pluto, right? Making a trine with your placement. And that is amazing. Now, over since 2008, every Virgo has had a chance to have this trine. And the earlier you are on the sign, the earlier, you know, closer to 2008, you've experienced this trine. But, um, but either way, even for those of you not late um degree, you're still getting kisses from this, this push back into um, Capricorn, making this most favorable angle in all of astrology. Remember, earth signs are very material. We've spoken a lot about material layers of reality, and that's what's coming up quite a bit at this time. So you may get extra special kisses from Pluto being there, but since it's never going to be far enough away from Aquarius for decades now that it's not also manifesting there, let's talk about that. Pluto moving into the sixth house is going to give you your own personal nuclear power plant to do whatever you want to do in your life, and especially in these areas of health, wellness, animals, your daily work. If you have businesses, it would be the business. If it's if you're in an office, it would be your office dynamics. You know, um, your structures, your discipline, your practices. Pluto is going to go and spend decades in this area of your life, and it's there. It's influencing now, even though it ducked back a couple of degrees. It's still influencing here in the, the sixth house as well. So just know that if you want to make any changes, and remember we talked about all this health stuff in the first house too. You're getting it from the first, you're getting it from the sixth. Um, this is really a time to regenerate your cells. And what there couldn't be a better time with all kinds of um, new discoveries for health and wellness where we can rewind time. So if you're looking for ways to reduce your biological age, reduce your stress, manage things more efficiently, worry less, think less, be more centered. Pluto is going to help you have lots of tools to do that. Okay. So now moving along here, we've got uh, Saturn. Saturn has made its triumphant entrance into your seventh house. Now this is interesting. And for those of you watching the visual, I'm really glad that you're you're doing that right now because this is a really cool thing to see. But don't worry, those of you who aren't, I'll try to explain it the best I can. The line that cuts the chart in half from right to left, and the line that cuts the chart in half from top to bottom is the cross in the chart. Those correspond with the first house cusp, the fourth house cusp, the seventh house cusp, and the tenth house cusp. These areas in the chart are, I call them crossroads energies, and I have never seen a situation, um, and this is what I teach all my apprentices as well, this is, you know, very important to know. When you've got an outer planet sitting on one of these cusps, as Virgo does now, it's on the first seventh house cusp, which guess what? Me, we, <laughs> like you need any more of that, right? Um, that puts people at a major crossroads. So this energy of crossroads is really happening for Virgo. It's especially strong for August-born Virgos or zero to 10 degree um, placements, but the rest of you are not out of it because in the whole house chart, This is happening for all of you. In the Placidus charts, some layers of this will evolve over time for those of you later, you know, but from the whole house, which I always tend to look at both, you know, there is a dimension of truth for all of you. So this is a crossroads. And so it's, it's making you at a crossroads with your relationships with your relationship with yourself, with your image, with what you do. It's kicking a 90 degree angle to your 10th house cusp, asking you, what the heck do I want to do in my life? What do I want to do for my work? It's kicking a 90 degree angle back to your fourth house cusp, which is your home and family, trying to find balance there. So it's, it's the type of energy. I always like to associate um, Saturn with diamonds because diamonds are beautiful you know, keep the social implications out of it and the gathering of them. And, you know, cause obviously that's a whole other story, but just like a straight diamond, if there's no storyline around it's a beautiful, is beautiful. And it, it's a, it's a high vibrational, um, gem, but what does it look like when you mine it? You know, it's all dirty. You have to polish it. You have to, and, and, and to get it that shiny, there was a lot of pressure, <laughs> it's a massive amount of pressure that creates a diamond. And that's the point here. So there are some really just sweet aspects that are happening where things can just come in without you barely doing anything. And then Virgo has some pressure points, but these pressure points can create these diamonds. Literally here in your your bling house um, of the second house, which we talked about, here in your other people's money house, the eighth house, where things just show up for you. You know, a lot of Virgos are not in that situation. They tend to be the workhorses and, um, you know, they don't really have just a bunch of people doing all this stuff for them because they're doing stuff for other people. But this energy of diamonds and of pressure creating diamonds and of going through the pressure creating diamonds is very much not only a short-term storyline here in September, but also a long-term storyline. Um, you know, and, and these... For two, three years is when Saturn is in this whole seventh house, and uh, you know, so you've got this story of creating diamonds. There's destiny in diamonds, and sometimes the the diamonds are your destiny. All right, there are a couple of things uh, I want to point out on the chart still, but I just want to dip into a couple of dates. And remember, I always give you some dates in my reports. But if you want to have the most important dates, the most important aspects in written version delivered to your inbox one month early. Go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up to be part of my um, VIP community, which is free, and you'll get an education newsletter monthly. You'll get um, my newsletter where I outline in writing the sweet and salty dates. So I give you some dates, but if you're interested in those things in a nice organized fashion, then you can go there. So September 3rd, Venus is going direct. It will take until October 7th before it's completely clear. I'm not going to belabor Venus retrograde right now because it's going direct and I've talked about it a lot in July and August reports and you can search for Annie Botticelli Venus retrograde and just kind of get the lowdown on this, but basically it brought a lot of indecision, change, going backwards, um, some stymieing, you know, where you basically just you're blocked with love, relationships, money, or a return to bliss or prosperity from the past or money or love coming to you from the past, um... But it's not been easy necessarily to make a bunch of plans for the future. So as September rolls on and we get closer to October, it's, you'll, you'll have more clarity. If you've had things you've been asking about in those arenas, you might, you might be able to finally figure out what you're supposed to do and have the tides start going out again. September 15th, so Mercury's retrograde the first half of the month and then Mercury goes direct. Things are a little, and this could be the 14th depending on your time zone. Uh, but in the days in the middle of the month there it can get a little more chaotic, plans changing, things like that. And then it will take until September 30th before Mercury clears after after Mercury clears, you will have an easier time scheduling things. So if you have to schedule appointments, you know, schedule connecting with people, scheduling things where you don't want to have to go back and reschedule, you'll have more luck more towards the end of the month and into October. Now, as these things are moving forward, you're going to notice a lot of things that were stuck in your life may just start flying forward. But strangely, at the same time, you will notice certain other things slowing down. Because September 4th, Jupiter will go into retrograde. Jupiter will be retrograde until December 31st. Some people experience a decrease in optimism and can do it attitudes when um, Jupiter is in retrograde. I'm ruled by Jupiter myself, and I notice like, wow, who am I right now? Oh, right, Jupiter's retrograde. <laughs> so, you know, if you notice that your big visions, your mood, you know, your attitude um, is shifting in a weird way, it, you know, it may be because of Jupiter, and that could be that could go either way. Maybe you're usually discouraged, and all of a sudden you get encouraged. You know, things can just like flip flop and oppose depending on what you've got going on. But that will happen. So I wanted to point it out because, as certain things are blazing forward, other things are going to cool off. So Jupiter, ruling the second house of money and finances and sustainability, is up here in the ninth house, which is the house that it rules. So you, you know, projects of teaching, of learning, of international travel and business, um, cultures, long distance travel, immigration, things like that may have been blazing forward and at this point it may cool off or you may have been waiting for information and all of a sudden Jupiter goes in retrograde and it it brings it to you. So you know just you might notice something different in the shift of energy and I just wanted to point it out so that you understand why certain things might be all of a sudden going backwards while other things are blazing forward. Okay so then I'm just going to mention here, the October 28th is the last Taurus Scorpio. We'll talk about this more in October, but you will be feeling this now in September as well. It's a five degree Taurus uh, full moon lunar eclipse. And this is the last chapter of the storylines that started at the end of 2021. You know, this is a very big, big, big closeout of those energies. So this is going to be very interesting. (laughs) And I'll talk in October more about how you might see that manifest. But if you want to kind of get a leg up on reading about the eclipses or listening to the eclipses, go to my homepage on YouTube, Annie Botticelli. Make sure you're on the homepage because YouTube's doing something weird now where like if you search for the name, you start to see videos by me. But if you don't click on to get into my page, then you can't really find anything. So if you get to my homepage, then go down, go to the playlists, find the eclipse playlist, then look at the eclipses in Libra, okay, because that's the sign of the one in on the 14th. Look at the eclipses in Taurus, because that's the house it will be for Virgo's. Look at the eclipses, oh, and also that other eclipse will be in Taurus, so you'll have double duty on that. And then look at eclipses in Sagittarius or the ninth house, because that's the house that it will be in for Virgos. Between those videos, you'll get a really good idea of how things may manifest, and then we'll talk about that some more in October, but you will be seeing things happen in September without a doubt. That's why we have to talk about it. Things along the lines of destiny and creating diamonds. Okay, so the last thing I want to talk about is that we do still have quite a bit of Leo energy. Unusual for this time, because Venus has been there for a really long time. June to October, we've got Venus and Leo. And then we've got star goddess Juno there. We've got just for a little longer, um, Lilith is there as well. So we still have those crackling fires of creativity. And since this, uh, all of this is happening for Virgos in your 12th house, you may find that you want to just book some time like in a home studio or doing something fun and doing something creative, maybe doing something with your children or your, your love because um, Leo rules romantic partners, Leo rules children. And for... Virgo, this is in like the quiet private space. So booking some some quiet time to be creative and to just do things that, that you love. I call them private personal pursuits. Okay, so if you have astrology questions that are burning and you don't have anyone to ask, let me tell you from my experience and being a teacher and a learner, one of the hardest things is be, of being an independent learner is not having someone to just get through a simple question that can unhinge your learning in a huge way. So if you want to learn astrology, go to beastropro.com, beastropro.com and see my very comprehensive course. It is geared towards people who want to do astrology professionally, and wow, is it amazing for that. But if you're just studying for yourself and you want to be able to do readings exactly for yourself and for family and friends, it really equips you for that. And we have the forum where you can ask questions as you get stuck so that you have the support um, and you'll really love it. So if you're an astrology freak, you may wanna join, um, join my course and if you resonate with my style, you will love my curriculum, beastropro.com. If you wanna see all the free goodies I make for you, sign up for that free email newsletter and join my VIP community, see my secret star portal with over a year of archives of um, exclusive contents You can see all of that at AnnieHelpsYou.com. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.